0: Welcome to Business Partners,
1: a podcast for couple colleagues building a business and life together.
0: Through interviews, we'll share common struggles and stories unique to partners living and working side by side.
1: Listen in as we learn what works and doesn't work when working together as a couple.
0: You ready to do this?
1: Let's get down to business. Today on Business Partners, we're joined by Bam Foods Catering, a Nashville based catering company specializing in unique elevated events.
0: Find them online at bamfoodscatering.com or Instagram at bamfoods underscore catering.
1: Brayden and Annie Mallon, welcome to the podcast. Thank you guys for hey. being here.
2: Thanks for having us. We're Super so excited. excited.
1: Us too. You guys have a unique story I, I'm anticipating because you have quite the quiver full of children
2: uh, half a dozen
3: <laughs> yeah half a dozen i was we were like oh we're going to have six kids and it just clicked and it was like wait it's a half dozen so we're we're on the we're good yeah we're on the cook's guide of too many children
1: that's a lot <laughs> that's, that's a lot, lot, of lot. Kids. did you blend a, a family or are those all
2: no no all us
3: she, right here she did
2: it <laughs> yeah well, that's we, uh, incredible all six
3: together we got married first then we started having kids yeah i quit drinking a long time ago and just we we realized how much we really like each other um, yeah. and over and over and over <laughs> and <forever. laughs>
1: well i i brought up the children first because reading on your website it sounded like that was a big motivation behind starting your business. So can you tell us what your business is and then kind of the inspiration behind it, how it got started?
3: So we're a full service caterer, um, but really it was born through the pandemic of I'd always done side gigs and things when I wasn't in the restaurants. So we already kind of had a little clientele and we
2: had, I mean, We had a group of friends who would hire us (laughs) and basically have parties at each other's house. And (laughs) so we had formed an LLC and we decided to call it BAM Foods Catering, just as a a combination of our name, Braden and Annie Mallon. So that's where the BAM comes from. And when the pandemic hit, we we had this tiny little group. We had 100 followers on Instagram. And Braden was working at two different restaurants. We had five children then, and both the restaurants closed. Um, he stayed at one place um, in Franklin at the at 1799, and it was just a ghost town because it, it was really part of like, the hotel. Mm. They were open.
3: so there were still people staying there because it's like a apartments and hotel. So but we still we had, had people to feed. But I went and did a couple shifts. By myself, I was in a huge hotel, restaurant, kitchen, and it was like. So we
2: knew, like, then we knew that there was probably not going to be any income coming. Like, we knew that that was going to close. And we, our kids were home from school. We're like, what are we going to do? And we, I said to him, or he said to me, I don't know who said it. She said it. We said, (laughs) we're going to do that something that we can make cheap and easy and that most people like on our Instagram page and just see what happens. And we did lasagna the first day and Brady makes lasagna. Everybody loves it. Even people who don't like lasagna like his because he doesn't. My kids
3: like it. And that's a lot. They're and they don't Wait, like how can you
0: not like lasagna?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, some people don't like the cheese in it. Like, Braden doesn't use. Um, I'm a no ricotta,
3: no ricotta. lasagna guy. Uh, so that gotcha. makes uh, like it, it makes a lot of people judge me, and then they eat it and they're like, oh, okay. And then so they're wow, there- <laughs>
1: I think I would love that.
2: We only could. We only had enough money and only could get enough product to do four orders. And let's
3: let's really push on the like. The money
2: was <laughs> the money were, is scary. When we when we think about it now, it's really really scary.
1: But because Annie, time, you weren't working. It was you guys. No, were I long long I've been okay. a
2: at home mom for a very long time for ten years. I've had little random jobs here and there, and but no, I, I there was nothing. Like, what was I going to go do? Like Amazon delivery, like. I, <laughs> Um, and our, our number five Collier was still pretty, he was a baby still like he's four now. So, you know, he was little during COVID and, um, we had $260, that's it. And we didn't know if more money was going to come, if they were going to do the stimulus or not. Like we didn't, we didn't know if any of that was going to happen and we were terrified and we're like, what can we do with this? So the yeah, we first didn't know day- if
3: we should buy toilet paper, if we could find it or like. Guns, just because like yeah, at the time you
2: didn't know. You know yeah,
3: um, we yeah. bought food.
2: So we bought the food, and we are like, we can make, we'll do the four lasagnas plus the groceries that we need for the house, and like we'll just see what we can do. And we posted it, and then we just like sat there and wait. Like we texted everybody we knew. We sat there and we just waited and looked at each other. Like, but what if nobody orders it? And I'm like, by like. 11 or 12 probably, I was like, oh my gosh, no one's going to order it. Like, what are we going to do? No one's going to order it. I could cry thinking about it. But yeah, shout like- out to uh, Teresa Nichols, my friend from high school. She's Teresa Furlong now, but she's always going to be Teresa Nichols to me. Mm-hmm. Um, texted me. And I hadn't talked to her in years and said, hey, I saw you're doing that. Can I get one for me? And can you take one to my neighbor across the street? Wow. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Oh. Text me your address. Can you vendor me? <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. And um, I can't even remember who the second order was, to be honest. But Teresa was the first. And we sold those four that day. And we took that money. And I think he made chicken pot pie or something similar the next day. And and then the next day, the next day, the next day, the next day. And we just kept doing it, doing it. Doing wow. it
3: Stores. you couldn't buy you couldn't just go stock up um no he I had to go get, to
2: multiple grocery stores mm-hmm. we felt like we were like, you know
3: so yeah everybody was system home. everybody was staying home it was the i i was waiting to get People, pulled over every day and then be like what are you doing out
2: yeah. <laughs> you're not <laughs> well like, we would literally like Part of our, mm. our shtick at the time was like, we'll do a no contact delivery. And we would, you know, mask up, glove up, go up to somebody's door, ring the doorbell. I'm like, run back to the car. Like, wave to them from the car. You know, <laughs> and I
3: like- never saw. Um, and when it came about being weeks and months of us doing it, there was a few folks that I fed more than a dozen times that I never physically met.
1: Hmm.
3: In a window. Um, really weird times. Like, yes. Uh, Oh, became king because you didn't have to touch any money. You didn't have to do this. So it was like we went from being like super scared and like no money to be like we were getting paid daily as opposed to a restaurant salary two weeks and figure it out and budget. And we went from we were like this is what did we just grinded? I mean, and
2: it got to the point where we would have to say we're sold out. We're sold out because. We literally—it was just the two of us delivering. Oh, did you we, we, we
3: were cooking at home? Oh
2: yeah, we were doing it out of our house. <laughs> and our kids were there Man. with our horrible internet. And <laughs> they couldn't homeschool. They couldn't do what they were supposed to do. Um, did did they help you in the
1: kitchen? Mm.
2: Sort of, but like that, <laughs> that leads us to like the big, the big scary that happened, where we posted a reel. And I just reposted it the other day with new stuff attached for this reason. And we've never talked about it. We don't talk about it, but we'll talk about it now. These, somebody saw this video of Brayden cooking in our kitchen at home. And in one brief second of it, because it's a, it's a time-lapse video, in one brief second of it, you see our oldest child come and sit next to Brayden. And he's working and she's just sitting there. She doesn't touch anything. She doesn't look at the food. She's just literally sitting there and then she gets up and walks out. We don't even remember what, what she was doing. She probably just was asking him something. We don't know. Somebody took that video and like turned us into the state of Tennessee. This guy called me from the state. He's like, God, he's like, I'm like, I'm like three levels up from who's even supposed to get this letter. It was
3: my phone and it rings and we get a message. And so we're like, Oh, somebody wants dinner. He said, he,
2: he said, this is Eric. Uh, I was calling you about BAM Foods. Can you call me back? So I call him back. Hey, it's Annie with BAM Foods. This is Eric so-and-so with the state of Tennessee. And I'm like, hey, do you need lunch? To <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's and not a good like, feeling.
2: Oh, I and I don't know who sent me this letter. They sent it anonymously. He's like, I'm not the guy who gets this letter. I'm three three levels up from that guy. Somebody went out of their way to send this to me. Referencing your kids, he's like, I'm not going to come to your house. I'm not really actually going to do anything, but you need to know that like someone is upset that you're cooking out of your house. And right now, during COVID, they're making exceptions, and there was a whole bill trying to be passed for like musicians, um, chefs, and something else, some other um, some other group of people where they were <laughs> allowing you to cook to do business out of your home where you normally. Probably we shouldn't have been. Um, And we could have operated under the cottage law, except that we have pets. So that's, we Mm. technically
3: shouldn't have. We we looked into it and we were in like the green light of everything, except Except for the pets. pets. Because there was like
2: Mm.
3: uh, less than a hundred meals a week and like all these things. And we're like, oh, we're good. We're good. We're good. Because we're not doing that many. Uh, We weren't. We couldn't. I was at home. You know, we would max out at like eight or 10 orders in a day. And we would do five or six days in a week and and try and give me a day. You know,
2: we have big old dogs. Like they weren't countertop surfing. They were not in the kitchen. (laughs) Like we were confident that we were not doing anything unsanitary or unsafe. Um, And we talked to some friends of ours who are attorneys and they're all like, look, until that letter comes in the mail that tells you, you have to stop. You just keep going and providing for your family. Mm -hmm. that's what we did. Man. And we kept doing that until, but we were scared enough that we, oh. we found this place and, and got into this. That place. letter
3: made this building a thing. Oh. We were
2: like, Oh no, we don't want any kind of problem like that. We don't want our faces on the news. No, like we were, we were like, we oh, were, oh my gosh. We
3: were scared. We were like trying to start a business and we were like, we're getting shut down. Like we we're not even going to be a business.
1: Right. Before you even get started. We were
3: waiting like the white truck at the end of the driveway <laughs> Every time really somebody would be country. down, yeah, people park at the end of our driveway because it's like you get That's out where of cell, cell service. Phone,
2: the right, cell phone yes. service drops off, so and, people always uh, park to people. So then
3: we're like, any white truck is down. It's like, put the dogs outside, you know, like this, this, this time. they're coming up here, and it never happened. Never, never, and we never us once again
2: never got a letter, never anything. We and we came here to Columbia, and, they and were, let me say cool. that
3: phone call wasn't like. A calm one. She, I go out on the back porch and she's
2: bawling crying. I'm like telling ma'am. the guy, I'm like, we have five children. Like, what are we supposed to do? He's like, I don't know, ma'am. I'm just telling you, I got this letter. And you could tell he was probably a younger than me person, maybe hadn't dealt with a frantic wife before.
3: <laughs> he it was, was like, really I
2: wish I wouldn't me. have called you. Was- I'm hanging up. Yeah, it was really
3: confusing because <laughs> I thought we were getting like a food order. And then I come out and she's like, having a right you, know, you would never expect trying to be like we're just what this is all we're doing this is all we're doing and, <laughs> uh, that was definitely like okay now what are we gonna do Yeah, oh. so so
2: we kept going that's sh- that
3: i never stopped i love
2: cooking. it i love
3: it i took 10 days off because i had, was like on bed rest oh he got a that, he had
2: a skateboarding injury other than that
3: we like for 16 months we were cranking out food doing what we could do
2: uh, we got and then we got this space and then an opportunity presented itself for us to feed a company in Spring Hill called Groove Life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out Groove Life. We love you. Yeah. I and love um, they are our biggest client. They you know, we didn't have a client that big. And I great something Brayden has always done, which was also my idea. I take full credit whenever he goes <laughs> for a job. Interview, I'm like, oh, well, you're, you're taking food. Because you're a chef, Mm. why would you take a piece of paper with your
1: resume on it?
2: You're a chef, you know. That's really smart. He was the only chef that interviewed with them that showed up with food, which blows my mind. Like what? What? They interviewed like three,
3: three others, and I guess I was the only one that brought anything to eat. And it wasn't—I didn't like bring a huge amount. I brought like two small pans of food. uh, The owner sat down, and it was funny because he wanted like health health, health, health. Let's eat healthy. Macro mm-hmm.
1: yeah.
3: sugars.
2: sugars. Um,
3: so, mm-hmm. we got started with the group and there was like a hundred of them signed up and after like a month, they are like, we don't like the healthy stuff.
2: They're like, wow. <laughs> 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 the
3: why Easter. are we on plan?"
2: <laughs> exactly? so, yeah,
3: can we have like mashed potatoes and, you know, stuff like that. We don't want any so, more cauliflower.
2: <laughs> we're like, sorry, that's what we said. You know, we take
3: feedback. <laughs> I used to get that instant feedback of uh, restaurants where, like, I would stand at the corner of the kitchen and watch that person eat the plate and can see if they liked it or not, and then get the feedback. Mm. Well, when we started doing food delivery, it was like dropping. We up. wouldn't hear anything from so many people, and then they would just order again, order again. We were like, all right, no news is good news. Mm. So uh, it changed our. I don't even know how to explain. And we were it, doing like, so
2: much crazy stuff but during the home meal delivery. We were doing we were delivering crawfish boils to people's houses with <laughs> all the stuff we need send them the paper to roll out. Like we were wow. so he was still like flexing that muscle. We in the beginning it was stuff to like appeal to the masses, like lasagna, mm-hmm. chicken pot pie. But then once he started really going, he started doing really flexing and I mean, doing cool stuff like, that was not
3: like we're Indian not, dishes to like Actual like Creole, Cajun, French, Italian like just keeping varieties yeah. so they like, too. But also like look what I can do.
2: And it was sixty five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> it was sixty five dollars. It was so. a steal
3: of a deal for a delivered meal.
2: But we got in a groove life, and um,
1: what was we, the timing of that? Between like starting out necessity and then getting your first big corporate client. The
2: um, home meal delivery in March of twenty twenty out of our house. We signed the lease on this building in July of 2020, but it didn't go into effect, I think. No, we started looking at it in July, but it didn't, like, finalize the lease till September, I feel like. Right? It,
3: it took really – it was a slow process. And then we got Groove
2: Life July of 2021 is when we got Groove Life. Okay. Yeah. And so uh-huh. we kind of phased out the home meal delivery. At first, we tried to keep doing both, but it just mm-hmm. wasn't because he was eating their entire staff and at first he was doing it by himself and he still pretty much does it by himself a few times we've had line cooks that come in and help
3: yeah i've had prep cooks and and like chefs that help me execute events and stuff and i would be able to bring them in and be like oh i got mondays and wednesdays and fridays you know you can work half days pretty much and get good pay enough to get them to commit but it's it usually ends up turning back into us um as of right now, I'm back down to no prep help. So I'm doing wow. deals for 80 by my lonesome. So I'll get the kids to like help portion out like some syrup for the waffles or sauces for the burritos and stuff like that. But I'm doing all the cut and dice and slice and cook and roast and pack. And, you know, so it's like, you just got to keep moving And until we get the next bigger break and we can really commit to like bringing staff on.
2: Mm hmm.
0: Because
3: we have event staff like well and that's a lot.
2: That's what I was gonna roll into too with the timeline is that we we started doing the groove in twenty twenty one and things were still weird then, you know, like Mm -hmm. kids were going back to school but they were in masks, like it still was kinda like weird and we still weren't doing like the big catering gigs like we wanted to do, even though we had groove life and that was super cool and you know so More that, than we ever thought we would have. That helped
3: make. us break out of the being like, oh, gatherings can't happen. We were hungry for gatherings, for events, mm-hmm. for parties.
2: We li- we've lived in Leapers Fork for a long time. There's just a super strong sense of community there. People like to do community events. People like to know their neighbors, even yeah. though we don't live in neighborhoods or subdivisions. Um, and especially during COVID, all of us out there were so isolated because we don't live in neighborhoods. Like You really had to... like really try to see people and then not everybody Mm -hmm. was out. So it was just a weird time. And then in um, 2022, we were like, okay, how can we, how can we start making events happen again? We're not getting hired for them because we
3: did one big wedding.
2: We did a big wedding for Molly and Reed kitchens was our first ever big wedding. And we we're like, we really, we need to be flexing on getting back into the catering, you know, and not just we can't just do mm-hmm. groove life. We have to keep that momentum going that we had with the home meal delivery, and all of our people in Leapers Fork were like, we miss your food, we miss your food. So we came up with the idea of doing a pop up dinner party, and the first one we did was in April of right April twenty
3: twenty two, at the end.
2: At the end mm-hmm. at the Libras Fork end, which is like right on the main drag. It's such a cute spot. Yeah. It can be used as a It's venue. so cute. We've actually quite a few weddings there now since then. But we were like, let's <laughs> do this huge party. Let's sell tickets. And then all those people will remember that they like our food and hopefully they'll hire us to cater for their companies. Like maybe we can get another client like Groove. you know, and our our thought That's was hard. we would just do it through time. Um, and so we sold 65 tickets to the first one and... This is all through uh, your Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing but Instagram. Wow. Um, our friend J.T. Hodges came and did music and, um people loved it we, we set the tables in a u-shape out under this beautiful lit area everybody could see each other it was the first time a oh. lot of people had really been to like a dinner party since covid because mm-hmm. it was just that rolling into the beginning of 2022 where some people were like it's over i'm going back to normal and other people were <laughs> like wait you know yeah so it was it was amazing i'm so proud of it
1: Business Partners Podcast is proudly brought to you by Apple and Anchor.
0: Apple and Anchor creates strategy-first brands and websites for startups.
1: As a busy business owner, you may have a great idea for your branding or website, but feel overwhelmed about what's required to bring it to life.
0: We provide a clear step-by-step plan for your brand strategy, visual identity, and web design.
1: Check out our work and book a clarity call at appleandanchor.com. And now, back to the show. What did you make, Brady?
2: This the gorgeous purple suit.
3: Um, so that, <laughs> tool, I actually, so most of our dinners, we do four courses, seated, plated. We do full service. So we're like, you sit down, you don't get up unless you need to go use the restroom.
2: But this mm-hmm. was the first one. So no one knew that yet. We
3: were really, yeah. So we were really like, I was super anxious. I, you know, I planned out the menu. I tried to be really particular and still make it elevated, but like not chop my limbs off and have everybody come out here and, and we didn't have s- we didn't time. really have
2: staff yet. Like our st- we our staff had never done it. We'd never done this. We've never done it.
3: No, it was our first put it all together with our own group and let's do this thing. Um but I did this mm. uh Klotnik soup. So it's actually uh Polish and it's a yogurt-based soup but it's beets. So I did beets and yogurt. So it was just like super bright like purple people eater mm-hmm. in a black mm-hmm. like a like a
2: magenta purple like like it, wow it was, what is that yeah it was purple. like glowing yeah. wow
3: I, I made uh some like roasted garlic rye croutons it had some uh rainbow shard and some like herb oil like that was oh the first God. thing yeah. i put in front of these people to try and i was like it's a cold soup enjoy." <laughs> a lot of people don't like meats a lot of people don't like cold soup so yeah. i was like
0: Yeah, that's a bold choice.
3: (laughs) This is my way of trying to be like, give it a shot. Um, I promise, you know, unless you're allergic to this, you're going to probably enjoy it.
2: People um, were drinking out of their bowls. It was was actually
3: like, it lightened the mood when I looked over and people were like scraping and drinking. Um,
2: (laughs) That is awesome.
3: Okay, I think we know. I think we're on the right uh, track.
2: (laughs) Yeah. A guy telling us about how it took him back to his time in Germany. Like we're just, it when, was, I, wow. when I
3: have any client that eats anything, any guest, anybody eat anything and it reminds him of a time once upon a time like mm-hmm. that. That's right it. Right there. I'm good. Like I you know, that's my mm-hmm. that's my bonus. That's so that's we it it
2: was so this, good.
3: But I did the soup and then I made a grilled green salad. So all the salad itself was every part of it was grilled. Um so I had like zucchini, kale. Uh, I think I did broccoli and one other green, but it all ended up getting plated up a certain way, you know, and it's like the, it, it ate well. Mm-hmm. I don't remember every component to it, but it was a, it was actually like a grilled salad. Hmm. And then I had a uh, chimichurri pork that I did with these oh like God. baked apples, like a, in a
2: roulade. So it was super, yeah, I
3: tried so to make and then I did a chocolate duo of a dessert because it was my first time doing dessert on my own as our, like, we're trying to create something. Um, so I did mm-hmm. these little chocolate truffles. And then I'm trying to think. Of what oh it, was the smoked peanut it was a and trio. A little, it was a, it was a
2: little tart um, I made a, tart a
3: smoked peanut brittle oh. and then I had a little uh, tart and I made a truffle. So it was just like three little things.
1: My stomach um, is growling.
3: <laughs> or so we good. could clean up and like, get the dishes bust off the table and say, like, hey, thanks. People were like, when's the next one? When's the next one? And Amazing. It was, like, That's and what was, I'm like, wondering. When's the next one? <laughs> we out, like, we, we got, Hold on. We'll, we'll, we'll try and do something. And we had uh, Leaper's Fork Distillery we specifically invited to this dinner. The um, owners. Because I've mm. wanted to do something with them since they have come about. I actually watched them Start it, age it, start barreling it. I walked in one day and they were barreling their thousandth barrel. And I was like, wow. Oh my gosh, this is so cool. Can I take a picture? Um, so I invited the owners and we were like, You know, please we, bring some booze. I want to buy your booze so we can serve it at this event.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And, and so at the been, end of the night, we
2: had been. Maybe a little persistent in hounding them for a <laughs> while. I let Brayden go over there quite a few times. <laughs> Our friend Kendra Anderson, we love you, has worked mm-hmm. there for a long time. She was always saying, what about BAM? What about BAM? Like, we should let them do something here. Because they've always done, they do cornhole and and drinks outside on the weekends. And they have food trucks and stuff. So we could easily set up. But um. Lee Kennedy came over to Braden, shook his hand, and was like, I would be happy for you to serve my booze. Yeah, I like, asked him, I was like, What do our- I owe
3: you? And he just was like, nothing.
2: And wow. he was like,
3: I want to basically sponsor your dinners. Wow. And nice. we every time we did an event, we'd contact them, we'd say, Hey, we're doing these drinks. Could we have this? And they would just gift it to us. Uh, and it was wow. that it was like a huge part of us being like, all right, we're going to do this because we have a local connection. We're doing all these local dinners and it turned into being from one, to we did seven.
2: We did seven that first season. Wow. Um, all outdoor. So, yes, yeah. we did. The next one we did was out in Santa Fe at our friends, Mike and Patricia Hall's house. And they loaded up all of our guests on a wagon ride and took them oh, down man. into a, where we had a beautiful table set. Um, and, in what normally is a hayfield, they mowed it down and Mike put up the lights. It just blew people's minds. Braden can cook without power or water. He's, he sets up his shop and he just, he just does it. And
1: wow.
2: did it over and over again now, but those first few, uh, the whole first year, last year, it, all of them, they're all special and they're all um, hosted at places that are owned by either private property or a venue where the owner's, just have believed in us and have been like, okay, you can do it. Like, I'm gonna let you use my space. And sometimes they take a cut and sometimes they don't. Um, the largest one we've done, well, the largest four course one we've done is at the Leaper Sport Distillery. They let us do one and we did a pairing dinner and we sold 72 tickets and it was incredible. Um, Pat McLaughlin played, Braden did Beef Tartar and
3: Urban paired dinner. So like we've done, we don't just do course dinners. Sometimes we do paired, you know, like purposely paired with drinks. Other times we'll have mm. like a cocktail hour, half hour and you can get started. And then you sit down and sip on your wine, beer, whatever you'd like, mm.
1: but so
3: we try and keep variety. You know, yeah. it's like what thing we were starting. To if we felt like we were starting to kind of like be redundant. She was like, all right, so now you need to get in the water and cook in the water and they will be on the side of the creek. We did that. People dinner.
2: love that. Um, Cause we do, we started doing our first dinner in the Creek was for the Harpeth river conservancy group. And so we got our first little taste of like putting the guests in the water and it's the coolest The pictures
1: thing. of that on your Instagram mm-hmm. look so cool. So it's you at bam foods underscore one. catering, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay.
3: Yeah. We actually our oldest children have come like one at a time and like work to Creek Dinner just at different times because they're <laughs> finally awesome. cool.
2: We love to have them with us when we can, but the <clears throat> little ones are still too little. It's just the older three that we can trust. Sure.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Involved, um, you know, like gotten to see what we do because it's like we could tell them all day and they can watch a video, but it's like, no, come come actually see what we do. So my son was at the last one we just did, and it was it was pretty cool. It's it's nice to hear them like talk about it afterwards too, and hear them talk to each other. Like this, we did this and that, and it's it's cool. It's great. Yeah, you know, they see. I don't just make food. You know, I'm not just cooking. It's like we know we put on a show. We we try and provide an experience. Well, we did um, dining experience. Yeah, this
2: year, Harpeth River Conservancy, they finally let me do the decor for the table where in the past they've used an event planner and he's always mm. done it. And he's done it the same, um, a couple years in a row, like literally exactly the same, the same florals, the same napkins, everything. And I'm mm. like really would love to do these, cl- these clear chairs. And I've yeah, so cool. always wanted to do it. Would you please pay for it? So we can do it. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> the chairs are like $25 a piece to rent. Like wow. it's insane. And, and it was 75 people that we did. So it was a 90 foot long table and Braden and I, um, got the moss. We paid for the moss, but they paid for everything else. And we used our own tables and our middle daughter, Lorelei helped me put 90 feet of real moss on this table. Wow! She loves texture and, and arts and crafts and loves just piecing things together. So it was, she loved it. You know, it's, don't call the child labor people. That's awesome. They, 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 no, it's all, it's, they like to do it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> things in front of them. It's like it, eventually they, they're they interested. You know, it's like we don't make them do it, but yeah, they have to tag along sometimes. Right. Now it's yeah. like they're actually excited to come do things and asking to come work an event. It's like, you know, we got to pick and choose. If it's our event, yes.
2: Yeah. If we're a yeah. hired, we're
3: haters, hired. you know. can't come. Yeah.
1: If people yeah, want to find out about the next bam dinner you're hosting where can they find that
2: on instagram and we always sell okay. our tickets on eventbrite so if you are on eventbrite you can just look up bam foods and you can follow us um we this season have partnered with a place called gratitude ranch um to do some of their farm to tables and they're out um kind of more in the Fernvale area of Leapers Fork uh, for people that are familiar with the Franklin area. It's like just way out there. Yeah. <laughs> Go to <out of> Leapers Fork <laughs> a little further and then you'll be there. <laughs> and,
1: um, we love to hear about the different couples experiences working together because obviously it's working with your partner is different mm-hmm. than working with I just know. a Co-worker. And <laughs> spend
3: a lot of the like beginning working parts of it separate because she's doing all the the phone calls, the emailing and the like getting people to commit, pay the invoices, get your deposits. And I'm putting menus together, cooking the stuff for the parties that we're actually doing that time of. Um, so we spend a lot of like separate work time. But when it comes to the event, there's no gotcha. better to have to work it with than her if we can manage it if it's like 20 or less depending on the style of party we're the best team uh i joke wait, about it wait. we get paid to go on dates i'm like we get to hang out at the party yeah we got to work Aww. but as soon as the conversation you're like oh i gotta do this um you know it's like we get we get paid to hang out at the party. Uh, and we get and to some leave clients, when we're done. some
2: clients are really weird where they like they want you be part of their party and we're like no but we have to work we have we have to be over here and
3: i'll make we her love like get friends. a drink from them or something but usually yeah they oh, yeah. like beg us to sit and eat a lot and i'm like and we're oh like, we yeah not sit
2: with you guys I'm like, like I'm we can't do that. <laughs> very much. We cannot do that
3: so like um, the different on-site experiences and stuff It's we just we both know what we're trying to achieve it kind of goes without saying like she's fixing stuff behind the scenes um as well as I am, but mine's on the culinary side and hers is on the hospitality and service.
2: And we've, um, gotcha. we've been together for 15 years. We've always been on opposite schedules. When we first got together, he was um, a, the PM kitchen manager at Puckett's in Franklin. And I worked for JP Morgan Chase. I had like an eight to five job. First time he called me, was at like two o'clock in the morning. I was like, don't call me at 2 a.m. <laughs> and i hung up on him and then i called him back at 8 a.m. and i'm like hey sorry about that you can't call me <laughs> and then proceeded to hang out with him like every single night till 3 4 in the morning after that so
1: um, how did yeah. you initially meet
2: so well i mean it's we went to sunday school together when we were little kids so oh, i remember yeah. him. i remember him from then because he was kind of a troublemaker, and my dad was <laughs> one of the uh, Sunday school teachers. He would always say, that
0: asshole,
2: <laughs> that little asshole. Brayden <laughs>
0: Brayden 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 Brayden. Brayden. <laughs> so
2: I knew who he was. So we met in a bar when we were 21, and I'm like, are you Braden Allen?" And he's the like... The asshole from Sunday school?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm like, don't you remember me That's from me. Sunday school? And he did not remember me at all.
3: No, it definitely... <laughs> Caught me off guard when she asked me my full name, and I was just like, "Oh, uh, should I know you?" And she explained <laughs> to me, and I was—I like, bet oh, you
0: remembered—I bet you remembered cool. her dad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't even think you remember my dad. Listen, he, he had, was always he bad. There was more. a lot of teachers <laughs> that didn't like him.
3: <laughs> I wasn't a good student.
2: He was a wild child, hmm. but it's—he's um, channeled the wildness into a, a career of being able to do.
3: Just push through it. 10,000
2: okay. things at once. So
3: we hung out that whole night. We ended up right next door to the bar as a Steak and Shake. And so we went over there. And my buddy, who's like my lifelong best friend. Peter. Uh, we were – he was in town from Knoxville. And I was like, we're going out every night. So we convinced them to come over to Steak and Shake. And I think he and I bought like another like 12-pack. And we're like going in and out. Like it was just – we were just <laughs> – and we – I think two days later, uh, I reached out. I gave her a call, and we've been with each other every day since other than – And that that call was at 2 in the morning, right? (laughs) Really? Yeah. Don't recommend that. The longest we spent apart is when I went to rehab because I quit drinking uh, four months after we started dating.
2: Yeah. So then he was – when he was 22, he went to rehab, and – when he got out at that point, we had only been dating almost four months. And so we just did a totally rational thing and moved in together. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All the things they tell you not to do in like well, rehab program, they're like, Don't get in a new relationship. But
2: really, like-
3: <laughs> and I was like, I don't have a choice. I was like, I'm moving in with this He didn't lady.
2: have like any sober friends. Oh, and okay. I was living with my mom, and that was really hard on me and my mom's relationship. And um, he couldn't live with his parents; um, they always still had alcohol in the house and didn't mm. seem like they were no, not I a, have alcohol. A brother in the, house.
3: In the fam- my brother was living with them at that time, and he was a regular drinker. And it was like I didn't have a good option. Mm.
2: And, and, it, gotcha. and you, can't, you can't quit drinking and expect the whole world to quit drinking, right? Mm. Like you just. Right. We just decided for us, we were just gonna do it, and that's just how our whole relationship has been. We just decide we're gonna do something, We just do it, and you. we don't. Good
3: for you. Good.
0: But the hard parts. I know
2: you want us to talk about the hard parts. The hard parts is always <laughs> we don't get enough sleep. We're always tired. Mm. We have six children who need our love and attention, and you know.
3: Yeah, I either I'm... feel like I'm doing a good job at work or vice versa, not a yeah. 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 good job. You know that, but that's I I'm very related life. And if you care, you feel like you're not doing good enough. You got to do better. Like yes, I uh, in recovery. I haven't done like twelve step. I'm 15 years.
1: Congrats, thirsty. that's a huge. So, like, that's amazing.
3: A really long time, and I don't plan on stopping. And, and you know they like all the all the things that they've put in place and given you tools to like work through that, and it's like. We've kind of created our own tools and our own system, and it's like it's not perfect. I stress her out. I I wear her down just from my ways, and like I'm a I'm addicted to work and Mm. but work it's it's our family's thing now. Um, Yeah, I I always was like proud to go to work and work where I worked, and I've never actually felt anywhere near as good as I do about what we do, and I say Mm. we us you know I cook she does everything else and then mm. we try
1: to
3: split the duties of outside the of it and that alone I mean we well, and every I just, afternoon I, evening we have something else you know in regards to sports or activities sure. and so like I feel yeah. so hard to be there and do those and it's a challenge we're tired but we're we're both able to be there more than we ever were before.
2: Yeah we're always behind mm. on laundry if we're a little wrinkly when you <laughs> Of us. Our socks probably won't match. <laughs> <add. laughs> so we did find this amazing thing called laundry care, though. And if you guys don't know about that, you should look into it. It's the laundry best thing. what? Laundry care. It's an app on your okay. phone. you can bag mm-hmm. up as much laundry as you can fit into a 13-gallon kitchen bag. And you put it on your front porch, they come and get it. You bring it back 48 hours later. Sorted by size, folded, and now we found this really sweet girl. You can, if you find somebody you like, you can stay with that person. So your order always goes to them. This girl ties our kids' little undies and socks into little bundles. Oh with
1: my gosh! I mean, to That's amazing. I mean,
2: that's that
1: a hot a tip.
2: Bag, Twenty-six dollars <laughs> a bag. It doesn't, it doesn't. It makes no sense, uh, but it happens. It's real. Wow. I send up to ten. 13-gallon bags at a time, and she brings them back oh in two God. days. 10? <gasps> <Ten.
1: laughs> <Wow. Ten. laughs> that is so worth it, though, yeah. to have that time back. It
2: oh is. Oh, my God. I, I don't even, and I don't even get the time back, really. I don't even have the time in the first place. That's so it's true. Just, it's just delegating the work. Some of That's my staff amazing. is always telling me I need to delegate more. I need to delegate, delegate. And I'm like, well, I'm delegating the laundry for good if for nothing you. else.
1: Hey, that's a perfect place to start. <laughs> well, this has been such an amazing story. I love, we loved hearing how you guys started and how you've progressed. Can you tell us what your future for the vision you have in mind for BAM Foods? Where do you want to take it? It's
3: been well, we so both, many different we, things. We're
2: such, we're dreamers and we're doers, but we're also ADDers. So, <laughs> 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 um, you know, we, we, we are constantly looking at each other going, what should we do next? We have a friend who has a, a mobile kitchen, not a food truck. It's a literally a mobile kitchen that could be amazing for us. We're, we're toying with the idea of do we need that? Because then we could load up our kids and our tables and chairs and we could be like really crazy and drive to some place we've never been and find somewhere and set up a dinner party and just do a dinner party there just, just cool. to see if we can do it.
0: That's very cool. That's
2: yeah. one thing. Um, we would love to have a restaurant in Leaper's Fork, but not anywhere else. Like we don't want to be in anywhere else. Um, and that's, that probably won't ever happen. If that happens, that'd be super cool. But the septic, there's lots of issues with the septic out there. Mm -hmm. Um, there's lots of rules about new building and things like that. And so that probably can't happen, but we'll never say never. Maybe it will. Um, we want to do bigger, better dinner parties. We always have, like, I have a million ideas of different things I want to do that are different than just the BAM dinner. So right now we're working on the idea of doing an adult prom in the spring. We
1: will um, be there.
2: Yes, please come. I'm um, working on That sounds lit- amazing. Yes. And I'm, um, it'll be fun and it'll have great food, but it won't be so food based. You know, we're going to partner with some other people to basically make it like a really big fun party. So and, fun! Yeah, hopefully it'll be in Leaper's Fork. Um, we have a few different options. I'm going over with people, so we'll
1: nice. See. Um, so are corporate events kind of in your future.
2: Of, corporate that? events, yeah,
1: corporate. Because you mentioned the one client that
2: it was well, a big we, client,
1: and I don't know if that our, was like something you were trying to pursue more of. Because our friend, shout out Lauren Brady, we found. Found out about you guys through she was going to a funeral that you guys catered. Oh yeah! Um, and she raved about we, your food. Our
2: biggest event this year so far was for the DeVita Corporation, it's a big dialysis company. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, they were celebrating the a decade long project wrapping up that completely wow. changes the way that they do their dialysis um, reporting. And I've learned so much about dialysis. I never even kno- knew I needed to know. Um, but we did a huge event. It was supposed to be 250 people. It ended up being more like 300.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, Brayden did an entire Indian menu because they have a large uh, amount of their uh, staff is Indian. And it was so cool. So we would mm-hmm. love to more corporate clients. We love working for Groove Life. Mm-hmm. would love to pick up another lunch program like what we do with Groove Life. Um Right now, we're doing a series of lunches in Franklin with an organization called um, Faithfully Restored, which is an outreach for mothers who've they're lost their they a client children. of ours. Yes. Um, well, I was working on some
1: of their stuff earlier today.
2: Yeah. Jamie Hurd and Jamie Hamilton are good friends of ours and we love uh, well, their that's mission. Awesome. Yeah. And we work with another group called Never Alone Widows. We're about to do their annual retreat where we cater for the entire week that they're here. Um, Braden awesome. the said, Three. We're about to do our fourth uh, movie production catering at a nice. studio. in So
3: we're that, just always,
2: always doing. You the, know, we didn't even talk about the movie production catering. No, the but movie, that's you insane. You just say yes.
3: When yes, I did it, you say yeah, yes. It, as long as the budget works, yes. Our end game goal is not really a one thing. It's we just want to. We just want <laughs> to be actually enjoy each other and our kids and stuff and and still do what we do we want to take them on
2: more trips we want to do more stuff with them um you know they're only little for so long and our old ones it's like they're our oldest is just turned 12 so okay she's kind of little in the grand scheme of things but not really Mm -hmm. you know yeah so our littlest is about to turn two and we just want to do more with them, and we have to be more successful to do all those things we want to yeah. do.
1: So that's
2: the goal. And then long term, we're going to be really old people living on a beach somewhere with a mm-hmm. chili shack. We change it up all the time. It's either going to be <laughs> <chili shack>. um, <laughs> Who doesn't
1: want chili when you're sitting on the beach?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I You said that out loud. Maybe I don't want chili.
0: <laughs> all right. So last question. Is there anything we haven't asked that uh, you wish we would have or we should have? Hmm. What do you
1: think? We didn't actually ask a lot because you guys are just great storytellers. So,
3: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, Wait, no, no, no. You're no, no. great.
2: You're, whatever on. You're a great I'm, storyteller. Well, well, this is
3: great. I, love, I actually love that y'all didn't ask me what my favorite thing to cook is. Cause that's like the one <laughs> question everybody asks, what's your favorite thing to cook? And I'm like, what is <laughs> your favorite thing to eat? Cause that's my favorite thing. Like, um, <laughs> like I don't have That's a great ones,
2: answer. <laughs> have
3: too many. Like I, like I love making so many different things. Yeah. Uh, Cause that it really is like the hardest people ask me that and I get lost. Cause I just, yeah. Like,
2: yeah. Yeah,
3: and I start thinking about all the stuff I've learned in the last fifteen years versus the stuff <laughs> I like first twenty years. And, you know, so it's uh,
1: yeah, I feel
3: like that. I know. I feel like it was good. I feel like we, you know, we're like like y'all said, we we're decent storytellers. We got some stuff to tell. Yes, you all are. Of, not all of it's really constructive or productive, but like we, we'll tell you. Um, yeah,
1: it's very but, inspiring. But,
2: I'm very inspired so by our
1: story. Well, thank you guys for sharing your story with us. It was
3: really nice talking yes, to you. Thanks for
2: inviting us on. Yeah. Thanks for having us. We hope people want to listen it to our first
3: yes, podcast experience. So thank but you.
2: But I'm up. obsessed oh, with the podcast all the time. She does. Oh, good. Yeah.
0: And uh, we can't wait for the next
3: BAM event.
1: Say, yeah. We're you looking forward to it. Your mind. I can't wait for yeah, my we, mind to blow
3: we try and like undersell and over overproduce because that was – with home meal delivery was a thing. People would get mad because they'd be like, well, it just said red beans and rice. It didn't say like red beans and rice with pork tenderloin and this and that. And I was like, well, just get it and be happily surprised. If so, I
2: had known <laughs> it was going to be that, I would have gotten it. So
3: I like not posting menus so that there's like a little mm-hmm. bit uh, – A
0: little
3: mystery. You know, coming, you know, you can tell me what you can't eat, but – we like to surprise folks and make it
2: Well, before the BAM dinner. We don't put the menu out. So we I invite people to send in their dietary restrictions and whatnot, but we don't post the menu. We want you to be surprised.
1: That's very cool. Is your next one coming up?
2: October 28th, we'll be at Gratitude Ranch for their farm to table. They're... It's probably like halfway sold out, I would guess hmm. by now, if not more. Their events sell out pretty quickly. We are going to have the Deltas there with us. If y'all have not heard of them, you should definitely look them up. They're amazing. Delta is that a, a bluegrass the, band? They're like a, kind of a bluegrass Americana. They do a lot with like a washboard and spoons. Um, their brothers,
3: Dramonica.
2: Dramonica, yeah, their brothers like, oh, Ted. Nice. Eagle. Those are the,
0: the ones we saw at Izzy's.
2: Oh, seriously? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. They're so good. We bought yeah. their record. Scroll through our Instagram. There's a um a little clip of them playing in the creek for us. When oh, cool. they started playing that that night, and I've seen them play over and over again, you yeah. know, and when they started playing that that night, I'm like, ah, oh,
0: they're so good. Yeah. yeah, they're oh, great.
2: Good. They came to the Southern Living Idea Home with us and played. And that was a lot of people from out of town, especially like New York and California people. So they were like, "What are th- who are these guys here with their little slaps, <laughs> Yeah. And, and, rolls, and we just they love a, them. They have such a cool I sound. Know. Okay, say
1: that name again so everybody can go look them up.
2: The Deltas. And it's with a Z on the end.
1: Okay. That's awesome. Well, everybody go look at Eventbrite or BAM Foods underscore catering on Instagram to see when they can eat some your tasty food.
3: Yeah, if you like looking at, like, pictures of food. (laughs) We
2: also, uh, what else can we say? We will be at um, Hatcher Dairy on December 3rd for a big Christmas event. We love Hatcher people. And I think we're going to do pictures with Santa and a whole breakfast buffet. It's going to be a family friendly thing. Fun. Um, yeah. You can awesome. find out find more about that at, on Hatcher Dairy. Um, I think it's their social media is all just Hatcher Dairy.
1: Okay. Perfect. Well, thank you guys so much for your time. It was awesome chatting with y'all. Yeah. I can't to wait meet to meet you in person. Yes. 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 Thank yeah. Thank you so Look much. We'll to it soon. Thanks, y'all. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Business Partners.
0: Find out more about our guests and follow their businesses through the links in our show notes.
1: Don't forget to rate, review, and share the show with your favorite business partners.
0: Special thanks to our sponsor, Apple and Anchor.
1: Now let's get back to business.